0: Now we're gonna shift into our first segment. So speaking of class struggle and building institutions, we're gonna look at the ongoing struggle to unionize workers at Starbucks franchises across the United States. In December, two Starbucks stores in Buffalo made history when they voted yes to a union. Starbucks workers at 316 stores in 36 states have filed to unionize, despite Starbucks' aggressive anti-union campaign. So far, 201 of those Starbucks stores in 32 states have won union elections. And get this, just 40 have have lost their election. But uh, in retaliation, Starbucks has been union-busting. And among other tactics, they fired worker organizers and, um, in one case, have have closed a store. On Friday, Starbucks workers united which is the group, you know, organizing uh, Starbucks workers all across the country? Uh, they rallied with Amazon Labor Union, which is organizing Amazon, and OPIU, which represents desk workers. And at all of those um, entities, worker organizers were recently fired. So, organizers have recently been fighting against that. And a raucous crowd joined them. And we're going to listen to a clip, a clip from Friday here.
1: in your workplace, you're organizing workers, because the future
0: is ours to take. That was Diana Moreno first speaking, a union advocate with New, Im- new Immigrant Community Empowerment, and then Zakaria Kafagi, president of the New York Cannabis Workers Union. But here with us, we have Austin Locke, who is a key Starbucks organizer and was fired from Starbucks on July 5th, just day- five days after his store on Dittmar's Boulevard and 31st Street in Astoria, Queens, won their union election in a 7-4 to vote. He is here to speak with us about his experience and update us on the union fund. Austin, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Great, great to have you. So you worked at Starbucks for nearly six years. Um, tell us first why you decided to start organizing um, in this union campaign.
1: Um, I mean, at the start of the pandemic, we had uh, a few issues in the store and they just kept getting worse. Um, management wasn't really responding. Um, and so there was an incident that took place and we all were on board with unionizing. Um, So I was already in a union, restaurant workers union. Um, So I spoke with some of my coworkers. Another coworker approached me about uh, unionizing with Starbucks Workers United. And in three weeks from that point, uh, we filed. Uh, We filed on April 14th and then we won our election June 30th. And I was uh, fired on July 5th. And and can you talk more about your firing? Uh, Did they give uh, any official reasons for why that happened? And how has that been received by your coworkers? Yeah, they gave two reasons. Uh, They say I falsely reported workplace violence. And then the second was that I violated Starbucks health and safety guidelines. And both are unsubstantiated. They have no evidence. Uh, Basically, the first charge was uh, a month prior to my firing. Uh, So June 8th. Uh, there was an incident with another coworker where they put their hands on me um, and I reported it. um, And they say, I can't see the video footage of the incident. And they say the incident, uh, the video footage shows that uh, there was no physical contact between the ship supervisor and me uh, and that I falsely reported this. And then the second charge of um, uh, violating health and safety guidelines is basically there was some, uh, check and we have to do every day. Um, and they say I didn't do it, uh, regarding
0: COVID. And, and what has been the work, your workers response, um, coworkers and other people in, in the labor community and then the general public to the extent they found out?
1: Yeah, my coworkers are pretty upset. Um, everybody in the, in the community is, uh, pretty supportive too. Um, I've had tons of organizations support me. Tons of people from the community come out to the to the event on Friday. Uh, we had around 200 people. I think it was a lot. But we even had Buffalo um, Starbucks Workers United workers show up too. That was cool.
0: Right, and talk a little bit more about that solidarity that has been on the ground among these young workers. um, Obviously, the stakes are large and the enemies are big, as we heard uh, Diana say in in that sound clip. You know, you're up against the the world's billionaires in a way. But talk about the the solidarity on the ground and and how you think it could keep growing.
1: Um, I think conditions are only getting worse in society. And uh, as, you know, younger people are coming to the labor uh, force, they're seeing that, you know, they get out of college and they're not getting a a job like they were promised or whatever and, and they're stuck in the working class. Um and I think that practical experience is giving people ideas and the ideas are to, you know, organize themselves and fight back. And it's only gonna spread. I don't think they can stop uh these union efforts.
0: Right, right. The the fervor is strong. I think the heat is on, you know, people aren't making any more, but uh everything's more expensive. And that doesn't that doesn't help either. But um you were fired and uh, that, you know, can anger workers to unionize, to organize more, but it can also make them scared. And then now you're out of and you can't be on the ground. Sorry, there's a siren. You can't be on the ground organizing in the workplace, which is the best place to organize. So talk about the difficulties with that and pushing back with filing unfair labor practice charges, but how... The entity that oversees those, the National Labor Relations Board, can be slow moving and uh, how you plan to sort of, you know, what's your next move?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, we have filed a ULP charge, and I know that's going to take a while with the NLRB. Um, I've already spoken to an investigator with the NLRB as well, but we've also filed um, an investigation with DCWP, which is a, a local um, labor agency. Uh, branch in in new york city and they're they're much more responsive it's going to be uh, a quicker turnaround maybe a couple months uh that i might get reinstated because you know we have all the evidence and everything and they're they're asking for you know the, the video footage and all evidence pertaining to this situation from starbucks as well and do you get a sense your coworkers have been intimidated in any way by this or do you feel for like sure. it's uh um Strengthen their desire to have a union and I was seeing how the company has treated you. I think it's a mix. Um, I think s- some people are, are more, feel more empowered. Um, but I think the majority of people see me being fired and other, you know, people around the country being fired on um, the Starbucks and other sectors. Um, as a, <laughs> they're really cracking down on people and it's, it's scary, but. I think we just have to, you know, educate people about their, their legal rights regarding unionization. And, you know, if people are illegally fired like me, you get a settlement, you get, you know, all kinds of relief I mean, if it's illegal. Right. right. And just to note here, I think something like over 50 Starbucks workers across the country ha- have been fired, including the seven who were fired in, in, in Memphis. Though so I think they got their jobs back. But th- this has been a, a scorched earth approach from the, Starbucks uh, corporate leadership,
0: and Austin was the first fired here in New York. But um, you rallied with Amazon on on um, Friday, and obviously there's a lot of parallels in the campaigns. Huge, multi million dollar companies. Amazon's been firing left and right too. So it's it's yeah. great you guys out there together fighting against it. But you've got to keep the pressure on because Gerald Bryson, who was fired from Amazon, has still in his case is still being heard two years later. So they're trying to, you know, take or- organizers out of the workplace. We need to move on here, but in one more minute, in one minute, please just talk a little bit about the restaurant workers union you're a part of, because I think it's really important that all these sort of autonomous unions are just popping up in the past couple of years. Sure. Go ahead.
1: Oh, oh, go ahead. Oh, all right, yeah. So I'm part of restaurant workers union. Um, it's an independent and democratic union in, in New York. We're trying to organize the, the restaurant sector as a whole. Um, And we feel that, you know, the big unions are, you know, sort of a mediator between the ruling class and the workers. And a lot of times the contracts you get uh, aren't that great. And, you know, um, the leadership isn't the working class. So what we're trying to do is build working class leadership.
0: Right. Absolutely. And how can we find Restaurant Workers Union?
1: Yes, we've got a website, Restaurant Workers Union.org. Um we also have an Instagram and a Twitter. I believe the, the Instagram is rwu underscore str and then the Twitter is rwu dot str.
0: Great. And of course, you can find Starbucks Workers United under Starbucks Workers United on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, just before we sign off, we want to share some good news that another Starbucks Workers United campaign just found success in Long Island. And partners at the Farmingdale Starbucks have now voted 13 to 1. So that's not going to be too hard to get people on board to fight for a contract. Uh, thank you, Austin Locke, a recently fired worker at Starbucks. Uh, for joining us and we'll keep up with you all thank you thank you we're going to go to a short music break here and we'll be right back with our second segment mm-hmm.